everybody turn your Bibles to uh, go three passages of Scripture tonight in Luke 18, chapter 18 and 1. Amen. I want to talk about tonight the importance of prayer. Importance of prayer. I heard one amen. The importance of prayer. That's what we want to talk about tonight. Amen. All right, we want to talk about. We're going to read in chapter uh, Luke chapter eighteen and verse one. And it says, and he spake the parable unto this unto them to this end, that men are always to pray and not to faint. Amen. Men are to always to pray and not to faint. Amen. Prayer is very imperative. Prayer is very important. Amen. We won't make it without prayer. Amen. Amen. Say so he spake the parable. He gave an illustration or a story to them to this end that men ought to always and said always, not sometime, but always to pray. Amen. And not to faint. Amen. Because he says if we pray, we will not faint. Amen. But if we don't pray, we will faint. Amen. Amen. Prayer is simply is communicating with God. It's communicating with God. It's worshiping God. Uh, it's, it's worshiping God really first, you know, and it's not just, uh, it's, it's talking to God, but it's worshiping him, you know, before we begin to go to God and start asking him a lot of things, we need to worship him. Worship him. Lord, I thank you just for being who you are. Lord, I thank you for this and that and the other. Thank you for things you've already done. We worship him. We, Lord, we just get in his presence and we, we just worship him. And amen. We enter to the spirit. Amen. And we, when we really worship in Him, we can't go to God with you know every, all things that's going on us around us in our minds. We have to draw our minds in because God is a spirit, and they that worship the Lord must worship Him in spirit and truth. Because He is a spirit, you have to enter into the spirit before you actually can pray effectively. That's why some people don't get their prayers answered. That's why some people, when they get down to pray, before they up, know they're up because they're not focused. They, you have to enter into the spirit. And sometimes it takes a pretty good while. It depends on where you're at in your state of mind. It depends on where you have been throughout the week, where in your mind and your spirit, where it has been. Amen. If it's been praying all along, it doesn't take the long to get into the spirit. But if your mind been on so many distractions, and stuff, it might take you a while to get in the spirit, amen. So, uh, the scriptures say, Pray, amen. Uh, pray, men ought to always to pray, and God said, Always, because it's gonna be something you're gonna have to pray about all the time, always to pray and not to faint, amen. And prayer again is worshiping God and, and thanking Him and loving upon Him, and uh, amen. And then you make your petition or request known unto God. But most time people do the opposite. They make all these petitions known to God. They tell them about they father, sister, brother, they four and no more. They talking about everything and that's the last thing or, or the least thing or they don't do it all. They don't worship God first. And that's why sometimes we don't get breakthroughs. We don't get our prayers answered because God is God. He's not someone just give you gifts, give you, give you. He's a God to be worshipped and to be praised. Amen. And so 
prayer is communication. It's this simple communication with God. You don't have to give all the dows, all the wins, all the big words. You can just, I'm so glad you can just talk to God just as plainly as you know how. And that's the way I do. I love that because I can go to God. I can be real plain. He understands everything that I'm saying more than people understand. Sometimes you can't uh, portray, portray to people what you're saying like you can to God. God knows everything. He knows your heart. He knows your thoughts and the floor off. He knows everything used to be real with him. You go straight to the throne. Amen. Being real with him. Amen. It's the prayers, communication with God, worshiping God, and then you make your petition known to God. And then before you get up, after you done made your request or petition on God, then you thank him again. Thank him and praise him. Amen. So, it say the importance of prayer. Prayer is, prayer is very essential. I mean, uh, I don't see how nobody can make it without prayer. People that don't know God, they probably don't pray. They don't know what to pray. But I don't say you can say you know God and don't incorporate him, include him in your regular life. Because it's going to be something you're going to need God to help you with decisions. You're going to need him at all times in your life for some way, some other. Sometimes I find myself talking to God all the time. I don't just have to be down on my knees. I don't just be, you know, I, I talk to God whatever I feel like talking to him. That's how I do it. And what if I need to talk to him about something, and then I may have talked to him about that. If I'm still troubled about it, I've talked to him at another time. I keep talking to him till I get peace. Amen. That's what you have to do. Because if you don't, you would you can talk to God and faint at the same time. So you got to keep talking to him till you get the peace of God. Amen. Amen. So God can give us that peace. Amen. So prayer, the importance of prayer, communicating with God, worshiping God, then petitioning him, and always never forget to thank him. Say men ought to always to pray and not to faint. If you don't pray, you will faint. Amen. To faint means to become weak, weary, lacking in courage and spirit. I'm not, I'm not talking about a natural faint. I'm talking about a spiritual faint. Uh, a natural, when you're fainting, you get, you're in the process of, like you're fainting, you're going to get weak in your spirit. You're going to get discouraged. You're going to you lose courage. You're going to be having no courage. Amen. You'll be weak in your spirit. Amen. But he said if you pray, you won't get like that. And I'm not saying you're not going to be tempted to get like that. I'm not going to say that the devil will not attack you. He would attack your thoughts. He would attack your body. He would attack everything that he can attack. Sometimes we're up under attack and we don't even know. We done went for days and days and don't realize we were under attack. And then God will come back. If you keep talking to God, there's something about when you keep talking to God in prayer. You keep talking to God. Sometimes we talk to God once and we're done with it. But if you keep talking to God, some way, somehow, he's going to help you and show you how to get through whatever you're going through. Amen. Amen. I said some way, somehow, he may not come when you want him, but he will be right on time. God will minister to you. Amen. I love when the Lord ministers to us. Amen. Ministers. He ministers with the least time you least suspect. He'll come by. Amen. And minister to you. Amen. He'll let you know I heard you all along. But sometimes we give up too soon. We have to keep on pressing in and praying to God. I don't know about you, but I like to talk to the Lord till I feel better. Because no one else can make me feel better like the Lord. Amen. You know, sometimes it just, just nothing else is working. Nothing else will work. And you just know that. 
So I just keep talking to him till I get satisfied. Now, if God can't satisfy me, there's sure nobody else can do it. Nope, God can't satisfy you, there's surely nobody else can do it. But he will come by, amen, and hear your cry, amen. So prayer is very essential. It's very important. It's a blessing when you get saved. If you when you de- you get saved to develop, if you don't have develop a prayer life, a prayer life is just is different from somebody just say I pray here and there. A prayer life is a part of you on the regular. You learn to talk to God about everything, and you have communication with Him. Not on when everything is going well, when things are not going well, when everything is well, when things are not. Either way, you have that communication with him. You never lose it. Amen. It's a special, amen. Communication is a great communication to have a prayer life. Amen. And it says, and I was meant to say, always pray and not faint. God said, always, no matter what the situation may be like, no, what, no matter what it looks like, how you feel or what you're going through, God's saying, still talk to me. Don't always have to be in no certain position on your knees. That's good when you take time out, but talk to him all the time. You know, when something is really troubling you, you got to keep on talking. I don't know about you. When things are really pressing on me, I have to get that breakthrough. I have to, I have to hear God what he says. And, and it's very essential to me to hear God what he says. Amen. So you you know that you won't hear God. You might not say you say you're gonna talk to Him all day long for hours and hours. You may talk to Him about something. Then you may, for you know, you go back. If you're not satisfied, you don't have peace with whatever. Go back again and talk to Him again. Because they say, "Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened." Amen. He's the only one to have our answers. He's the only one that you could put confidence and trust in. God is the same. He won't change on you. He'll be the same today and forevermore. People will change on you. Your situations may change, but God will never change on you. He's going to be the same today and forevermore. And I like that about him. He's the only one. He's the only thing in this earth is steady. Amen. So I thank God for that. The importance of prayer. In First Peter... Chapter 5, amen. First Peter chapter 5, and verse 6 through 9. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And when it said humble yourself, it says submit yourselves unto God. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't do it like you want to do it. Amen. Submit your will and submit your way into the Lord. Commit your way into him and he will bring it to pass. Commit your way to you. You don't know how something's supposed to go. You don't know how to work with something. Amen. You don't be arrogant. Humble yourself. Submit yourself and say, God, I just don't know how to get through this situation. I need you to guide me and help me through this situation. Submit, humble means submit yourself. It means you're not proud and lofty in your own mind, think I'll do it the way I want to do it. You're asking God for his help. So you humble yourself. Therefore, the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you. God said, and in due time, I'll raise you up out of every situation. I'll raise you up out of whatever you're going through. If you humble yourself before me, I'll lift you up. May not be lifted up when you think you ought to be lifted up by how, but God will lift you up. 
Amen. Amen. Humble yourself, therefore, in the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in in due time. Amen. Casting all of your care on him, for he cared for you. Amen. A care is a concern. Uh, a care is something that's, that over-concerns you, that um, literally almost worry you, bring you anxiety. A care is something that's on your mind day and night, something that's troubling you. God said, cast that care. In other words, and when God said cast that care, God's not saying, you know, for you, we to, for us to walk around like, you know, archers or something with our back on this carrying loads. He wants us to immediately, cast means to throw, to pitch, to get rid of, quickly get it off of you. Amen. You don't get it off of you, it'll ride you the whole week. You don't get it off of you, it'll ride you the whole day. You don't get it off of you, it'll ride you for months and Sundays. It'll ride you. The same problem. So God said, when it comes, when you have, have you're over concerned about something, you're worried about something, you're troubled about something, He said, just pitch it over there to me. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. And I'm not gonna say that devil won't bring it back. Yes, he will. He'll keep bringing it back. But every time he brings it back, you pitch it back out. And you ask God, you have to ask God to help you to keep it, keep your mind. The Lord said, I'll keep you in perfect peace. Whose minds have stayed upon me? God said, I'll give you peace that passes all understanding. But if you're talking about the situation and you're over and over with it, then you're going to keep that. You have to pitch it and give it to God and trust God. And when the devil brings it back, you got to say, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Casting all your care upon him for he cared for you. God is saying, pitch it, throw it. Get rid of it. Anything to trouble you. And they say, be sober. Sober means to be watchful. To be alert, spiritually alert. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour or destroy. The Lord tells us to be alert. To be sober. To be sober just like a drunk person they say their drunk person is drunk. Uh, they are, they're drunk off alcohol or whatever they're getting drunk off of, high off of. You know, we, we get drunk off the cares of this world. It don't have to be a bad thing. We get so wrapped up, so caught up in, in the world, in the cares of this world and concerns of the world and put less to God. We get intoxicated with all that. So he said, be sober, because in other words, if you're not sober-minded and clear-minded, amen, the devil got something for you and has something for me. Amen. Say, so be sober, be vigilant. Be uh, vigilant means to be uh, careful, be watchful, be alert. Watch yourself. Watch your spirit. Watch what you're taking in and watch what you're doing. If you're communicating with God, watch your relationship with God. Watch all of that. Watch the enemy. Watch everything around. Watch. Be sober. You cannot watch if you're not sober. Sober means to be clear-minded, clear-headed. I don't have a, a thousand distractions. In me. I can see clearly. I can hear in the spirit. I can see what God has to say to me. I'm clear-minded. So be sober. It says be sober, be vigilant, because your, de- the, your adversary as the devil, your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion seeking about whom we may destroy. The devil... Is on the rampage all the time to seeking how he can bring harm to any of God's people in any kind of way. He's out to try to take your joy, 
take your strength, take anything. And it say, whom resist? It say, resist the devil. There's another scripture say, resist the devil, he will flee. Draw not to God, and he'll draw not to you. Resist the de- resist uh, resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplishing your brethren that are in the world. Amen. Amen. So even that scripture that does say resist the devil and he will flee. When you resist, you can't decide rebuke you devil. At the same time, you got drawn out of God. Can't just resist the devil and not draw out of God. You gonna have to draw out of God so you, so God can cover you. Not just resisting the devil. When you resist the devil, then you draw not to God. I believe in the book of James, you read that. Draw, it says resist the devil and he will flee. Draw not to God and he will draw not to you. Amen. So, in First Timothy, might be through sooner than I think. Yeah. Okay. First Timothy chapter two and verse eight. It says, "I will therefore that men would pray everywhere." Again, the the, the scriptures say, "I want I would I would I want men to really pray everywhere." From the black house to the white house, president, whatever. This is God's will that men pray everywhere. And it said, and some people say, well, we do pray everywhere. We pledge allegiance to the flag, the flag, and all of that. And all they say, therefore, I would that men will pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands, not any kind of hands. Yeah, they praying, but what law was the kind of hands lifting up? They lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting. In other words, lift up holy hands, righteous hands. God don't hear them kind of prayers when the hands is not righteous. People not doing what, doing bad things, killing people, and doing all this kind of racism and all this stuff. God don't hear them kind of prayers. Amen. Lifting up holy hands without, without wrath. In other words, without wrath and without doubting. Amen. Without, amen, wrath, without anger, resentfulness, indignation. Strong, revenge, uh, revengeful anger. Amen. You know, it's just like even when we pray, and we pray and we got unforgiveness in our heart and we got something against somebody in our heart and we think God hear our prayer, your prayers are blocked. You got to move that, get that out the way. Like a husband and wife, and they praying. They, that's the thing about uh, uh, married people. They got even more to deal with because if they are angry at one another, they got to get that right. They can't go let the sun go down on their wrath. The Lord tell us don't let the sun go down on another of our wrath. But you in the household with somebody, it don't have to just be your husband. You in the household with somebody, you got some some problem with them. You can't pray. That's a lot of people. They pray over stuff. You can't pray over over strife. You can't pray over envy. You can't pray over jealousy. You can't pray over indifference. You can't pray over that and act like it's not there. You got to get that out of your way. That's a hindrance. It will hinder your prayers. Amen. 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 Say, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath, without indignation, without resentfulness, without all that that I've named strife and envy and all that. Without lift up holy hands without that. And without wrath and doubting. Being certain, amen, about they steadfast in God. Then certain, don't question, not questioning God's way, not questioning God, the will of God, knowing what the will of God is, not questioning if this is right or wrong, doing what God has called you to do, being like God wants you to be. 
standing for, for truth. Amen. Having the confidence in, in God. Amen. Amen. Next, I'm about done. Amen. Amen. The importance of prayer. Amen. The Bible said men ought to always to pray and not faint. Amen. Amen. We have to constantly be on the alert, constantly pray that we don't faint, that we don't enter into no type of temptation. But we, that we be delivered. I believe if we pray and be on the alert like we need to be on the alert. We will not enter into wrongdoing. Things that we know that wouldn't be pleasing to God. We, just would not, we won't go that way. Amen. God will take us another direction. The importance of prayer. Amen. I believe we're done.